Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Sands Pants Radio. Australia's most biased podcast network. Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. And I'm Tom. Joel's in quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> we knew this day would come. I mean, it's already come once. <laughs> what, a, what kind of fuckhead gets quarantined twice in a pandemic? Well, when he messaged us and said he was going to an event that had 10,000 people at it, yeah. I was, in my head I was like, you fuckhead. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. Joel. It's lovely to know you. Look, we'll just clarify. He's fine. He's fine. He's, he's, been, actually, he's actually already been got. Yeah, he's been cleared. Um, but um, they told him just to give it another couple of days. Just taking a precaution. And it was. It wasn't that event. It was just people he'd spent week, a weekend with were showing symptoms. So uh, they all went and got tested. And um, this is the second time that Joel has been in quarantine. I think that he cannot be killed. I think he's invincible. I think he's immune to all disease. I think we should send him into Italy to see if he can work out what's going on. <laughs> just. Punch his way through. Just punch his way through Italy. <laughs> Fight his way into uh, Milan. Oh, oh boy. Uh, you know, some things happened. Hey, Sean. Oh, you know what, Tom? What? If Joel were here, yeah, we'd be talking about a certain Twitter ban. We would. <sighs> Before we do that, though, Sean. Yes. We haven't asked any questions. Fucking hell, Tom. Yeah. How good's footy? It's up in the air at the moment. Uh, it's been a sad, weird weekend. It has. Not even like up in the air in terms like footy when it's on is still good. Yeah. Do you know what, Joel? Actually, you're not a Joel. Fuck. Because Joel's normally sitting there and you're normally sitting over there. So it's, it's really it's, weird it's, looking at you from this it's, chair. It's fucked me. Yeah. yeah. I'll just give you a wink. Yeah. Put you at ease. Um, <laughs> I gave you two. <laughs> no, it's. I think it's to answer that question, how good's footy? I'll say footy is still good, but Sean, it is cruel. Yeah. That is all I will say. Yeah. I, and we'll get into it more later. But footy is a cruel son of a bitch. We'll get into it later. My brief summary of it is that my hair is very safe. I'm not getting shaved. Unfortunately, my hair is also safe because it, it's the same haircut I currently have is what Rochelle Cranston is currently. <laughs> it's what Rocky's currently rocking. So, so she's grown into your haircut. Yeah, she's grown into my haircut. So she's actually done to me. Yeah. She's heard me pledge and went, oh, I can't do that to you, Tom. <laughs> I can't wait for the start of the men's season and Abbott's just grown hair <laughs> just to be like, looking out for you, bud. Um, so, uh, yeah, Joel, suspended from Twitter. Yeah, let's start with that. Um, then we'll get to the weekend's games. and then, I mean, there's a lot of shit going First of all, footy is weird and also in danger of not being played. 
The world is weird. The world's, Sean, the world's kind of broken. Tom and I had a moment today where we were like, anything we talk about when we record the app tonight is going to date very quickly because things are happening really quick. Well, we just got the, the announcement virus. from the AFL that they've cut the men's comp to 17 rounds. Uh, I haven't read any more than that. We're still waiting. Apparently in the next 24 hours we'll know whether round one's going ahead. My gut feel immediately is that originally it was going to go ahead without crowds, but I just think there's still so many people involved at football clubs yeah, and interstate travel. So seven, they've, they've officially said it'll be 17 rounds? They've officially said, Gil came out today, said officially 17 rounds, like probably within, I don't know, half an hour ago perhaps. All state leagues have been suspended indefinitely. Uh, Gil McLaughlin said five matches will be scrapped at a minimum due to the outbreak of coronavirus and the AFL season will reduce to 17 matches with all teams playing each other once. Holy shit, Sean. It's great. It's took, actually good. It took a fucking pandemic for us to get a quite an equal <laughs> fucking fixture. What are the chances of that happening next year? Not the uh, not the virus. No. No. But also, that's how I turn. <laughs> but maybe it works so well. Oh, it'll never happen. Money. Nah. Money, they will money, actually money. add five more rounds to make up for the ones they cut. There'll be there'll be thirty rounds of footy next year. It is an unprecedented time because you just wonder how clubs are going to deal with it. I know for yeah. a fact Brisbane were just hemorrhaging money for a decade. Yeah, and then since Fagan came on board, things have turned around. And I think last year was the first year they posted like a, a really good profit in ages. Yeah, that's not going to happen this year. No, I think the AFL is going to have to. Splash some cash around. Gonna have to. I mean, there's there's enough of it there. Yeah. If there's, and I guess their their plan is what so that again we're all speculating because they haven't said anything about round one at this it's, stage. It's they weird. were saying round one's happening, but I, Sean, Tom, why have round one that? cannot fucking happen. Why have they come out and said, yeah, it's going to be seventeen games? We're still not sure. That would mean that finals aren't in September. <laughs> well, no, I know. I so I know uh, that there was there was an article the other week talking about how Gill had met with the CEO of the MCC, my boss, yep. <laughs> and um, had said that they were prepared to play footy into October. Yeah. Um, but it couldn't go too far into October because the T20 Men's World Cup is at the MCG in October this year. Well, I'll tell you why it can't go much further as well. Um, the Gabba hate football. Yeah. They're big on cricket. Yeah. That's their primary thing. Yes. Um, I have a feeling if the season went any longer, and hypothetically let's say Brisbane host a prelim final, they might not get to play it at the Gabba. It'd be a Metricon. They hate footage to the extent that out of spite, they'll just be like, nah, we're just getting it ready for a Sheffield Shield game in, <laughs> in six well, weeks' time. Fuck no Sheffield Shield on either. Sport yeah. is, you know. So, yeah, there's all sorts of ramifications. And then, of course, what does that mean for the women's comp? I can't see any clarity around with the women's um, comp. I've seen stuff floated around where they're like, we're going to play a final, grand final this weekend. Which is frightening and annoys me. But Sean. So, we weren't making it anyway. <laughs> no, but like not even well, for that. Just I, for I'm, fine. I'm relying on you to lose to get in now, by the way. They're very likely. Because GWS won. So Let, let's chat all things all AFLW. Right, let's do that. Let's do that. However, let's yeah. just quickly clear oh, up. Oh, yeah. Joel will be annoyed if we don't clear yeah. it up. So before that, though, uh, as part of the COVID-19 stuff and the quarantining stuff, on Friday uh, the government took their sweet fucking ass time to mm. be like, Events of over 500 people from Monday conveniently coinciding with a certain Prime Minister's church having a conference in Sydney over the weekend, but mm-hmm. that's just that's just a bit of a tinfoil hat conspiracy unrelated to football. Um, so all football will be played in front of no crowds for the entire weekend for the women's comp and potentially for the first round of the men's comp starting next week, except for the Friday night game in Geelong because it was too late. I don't think too many people turned up. I know that I'd driven down Geelong to go to the game and when I got to Geelong and I saw that, 
we decided just to watch it at my grandma's house and yeah. fish and chips. Fair enough. Made, probably made it – again, I'm healthy and fine, but – and if I get it, I would be fine, yep. but I don't want to give it to other people. Yep. You know. No, fair enough, Tom. I'm not a – don't want to be a TC to mm. humankind. Did a certain politician come out and fire off a tweet? Uh, he did. He did. A, um, a big fuckhead. Mm. You know what? No. Massive turbo. <laughs> Sat down onto the computer and thought – Oh, here's a good idea. In between uh, watching real angry porn <laughs> and, I don't know, bidding on his own book on eBay, a <laughs> um, fuckhead named Mark Latham decided to come up with a real clever – to, to, to his credit, Sean, he was pretty clever. Oh, yeah. Really clever joke. I've never heard that one before. Never heard this joke before. Put a lot of effort into it, clearly. Yep. What's he said, Sean? Oh, I actually don't have his one. I've got Joel's response okay, to Okay, so he's, I, he's his, said something yeah. along the lines of, oh, you know, oh, the Earth of W aren't playing in f- front of crowds. Good thing they're used to that. It was, yeah, I think it was something like they've been doing that for six weeks already. It was the weakest fucking piss joke yeah. in the It wasn't even original. Mm. Couldn't even give him a nod for being like, you're a dickhead, but at least you're original. I saw someone go after him, not as aggressively as Joel did. No. But just like call him out for being a dickhead. Yeah. And Latham's... Clicked on that guy's profile, senior barracks for North Melbourne, and then responded to that guy just with nothing else other than shin boner. <laughs> Ma, Jay, do you know what's fucked? He was nearly prime minister. Oh, mate, it was close-ish. Yeah, until he murdered John Howard's hand in that infamous handshake. Oh, I still feel my hand sore just thinking about that. Mark, for those of you who aren't from Australia, Mark Latham a few years ago quite a number of years ago, like 2000, 2004, um, was the leader of the opposition, the Labor Party at the time, and ran uh, to become Prime Minister against John Howard. He did not win. Um, losing that election shattered his brain into a million pieces, and he has basically become a massive right-wing fuckhead. Mm. There's no other word for it. He's he a went big, insane. He's gone insane, yeah. and he's he's just a fuck. Yeah. So he said that and then um, – A hero. <laughs> I've messaged you guys and said, I've just had a little dig at him and it was a very like uh, – I think you called him Turbo. No, I don't think I did. I think I just said, great to see that you're, um, you're just as good at comedy as you were at politics oh, or something like that. Good job. Oh, good, Sean. And Joel's gone, well done, Sean. I think I'll do similar. Yeah. <laughs> he has said this. I will replace uh, one word starting with C with, with champ. champ. Yep. Yep. At Real Mark Latham. I know you're probably sick of being called a dumb champ, but when you're tweeting absolute shit like this, it's impossible to resist. You are an absolute dumb champ, Mark. Maybe the dumbest I've ever come across. Now, someone... Mark Latham. Mark Latham almost definitely has reported that to Twitter. There's a trend with these right-wing idiots. They have the thinnest paper skin in the world, and they immediately just report and block... Joel's got a notification. I think got banned, didn't he? Straight up. Ah, uh, straight up. Bang. Got a now ban. I've had a similar thing where I've had to go at the prime minister for saying he should choke on coal. Yeah. You get a ban, and in that you get twenty four hour ban unless you delete the tweet, and then within a couple of hours you get to come back on. Is that all you wrote? Choke on coal. Yep. It was a death threat. Threat of <laughs> violence by saying choke to the prime minister. Bloody hell, mate. Yeah. Did he report you? One of his team. One of his team would have. Yeah. That's pretty. Mark bad. Latham doesn't have a team. He's too shit house. No, he's a uh, small profile. What really. you should do is you should Google Mark Latham Prime Minister's Eleven. And you'll hear a story about how he wore a dirty polo and shorts to a game of cricket in Canberra. <laughs> so Joel was banned. I Presumably he deleted the tweet, I think. Sean. And got back on Twitter. Sean, you admit you're skipping a step. What happened? So he wasn't going to delete the tweet because he didn't want to. Yeah. 
So he actually never deleted the tweet. He got he got the full twenty four hour ban. No, no, it was quicker than twenty four. No, it? no, no. He got twenty four hours. He was gone the next morning. Like he was gone later that oh, day. Okay. The next day. Jeez, I've skipped. So he served the whole ban. Might only a twelve hour ban, but he served the whole ban because he refused to delete the tweet. Because what he did instead is he decided to appeal his ban, which you can do. That's you can be right. like, "Hey, yeah. you've taken this out of context. I haven't actually insulted anybody." Um, his appeal was something along the lines of, "When you should be able to call a hateful, dumb champ." A hateful dumb champ. I'm basically a hero here. <laughs> that appeal didn't work. They didn't take comments, Twitter. Right? Didn't again. Unfortunately, didn't didn't get up on that. No. And uh, so he's had the ban lifted. Being the man that he is, he walked away, didn't he, Sean? He did walk away. Yeah. For all the five seconds before he came back, sat down and fired off another one. <laughs> At real Mark Latham. Hey, big show, <laughs> which is great. <laughs> I'm back from my oh. Back from my 12-hour Twitter there band you go, that you hours. enforced on me for calling you a dumb champ. Just dropping by to say you're still a dumb champ. I'm still not sorry and you'll have to kill me to change my mind. Have a shit one. <laughs> oh, boy. Then what happened, Tom? Well, <laughs> then he got banned again. Yeah. This time for a week. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's very funny that he's banned from social media for a week. Also arrived at a time when he has been put in self-isolation <laughs> for an indefinite period of time. Um, Joel, we respect you a lot. Any listeners out there, find Mark Latham on Twitter, at Real Mark Latham, and you don't, don't go as hard as Joel because, you know, that's, that's Joel's special thing and I don't want you to do that. What I would love you to do, though, is tell him your favourite AFLW memory and sign it off, Champ Turbo. Or a new one that Sean just discovered today. Sean, what is it? Nitro. Nitro. Bloody love that. Uh, Chief, uh, Big Show, uh, Little Fella. You know, all those. All those are real good. Uh, Ledge. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, any of them, and just let me know your favourite AFLW moment, or borrow some stats from uh, Gemma. Um, she tweeted uh, during the sort of height of this crowd stuff on Friday some figures around the the average viewing numbers around the games. Just tweet him those stats. I think Jack Fitzpatrick did as well. Jack Fitzpatrick, great. Just bombard him with stats. Yeah. Just every day he's going to wake up at seeing, and he doesn't. Again, he's too dirt poor and a bigger fuckhead to have his own social media team. It's just him. He's also a real piece of shit, and you just absolutely know that he'll read everything. That he'll goes read through. everything, and it'll hurt him. So yeah. just go, just go hard, just go absolutely hard. Go hard. From tell him, tell him how good's footy sent you. Yeah. <laughs> So Joel's not here, coronavirus no. scare. He's fine. He'll be back next week. He'll be week. back next week. Um, hopefully we all will. <laughs> well, hopefully there'll be footy to talk about next we'll week. We'll see what happens. We, we won't know until this episode goes out. Tom, we received a email. Yes. Subject is very sad. Ooh. And it does involve the virus. Okay. It's from someone we've heard from before. Yep. Um, uh, Mikey. He's the guy who yep. came from America. Yep. He's, I think, at uni at Perth. Yes, yes. Went to a Frio game, fucking loved it. Getting around footy, bloody loves it. Boys, it is with a heavy heart that I share horrific news. I am being sent back to the United States by Notre Dame due to concerns about the coronavirus. He's been sent back. Hang on, but how long has he been out here for? I don't know. It's been a little while. That's dumb. Why are they sending him back I to where the, the uni have shit themselves? But, I, but I'm pretty sure the US is where it's really bad. Mikey, Mikey, flee. He, he goes Run. on, Tom. Flee. Don't get on that plane. I think it's too late. Run into the desert. 
I enjoyed Australia very much. It was legit the happiest I've been in a while. The sunsets over the ocean were magical. What was also magical was watching the great sport of footy in person. I only saw one game, unfortunately. Uh, I think you went to the, the Derby. Yeah. Um, which would have been awesome. Uh, this great game you all have invented is a unique and beautiful thing to watch. I will miss all of the games I never got to experience. Your country welcomed me with open arms and that will always stick with me, even though I only spent a month here. I hope to visit again, maybe even move here one day. It truly was a country that felt like home, even though I had never visited before. Love you, boys. Mikey. That's fucking heartbreaking. That's hard. Mikey, we love you. Uh, Freo needed you. Freo need, but they've been winning. They might struggle now. They know. I'd love to know the fucking logic there. Mikey, you, just, you, don't have to, you don't have to send us another email. You can just like tweet us or whatever. I'd love, I just want to know the logic behind Sint. Like if he's been out here for a month. Yeah. He he won't have it from America. No. Because you it's but a fourteen even, day period, right? Even if he did have it, just test him here. Yeah. Is it is it that America have pulled his like I don't know whether it's because he goes to another uni, it's like a partnership, and America have pulled that partnership because I know there's a few of those things Maybe, happening. But fuck, I don't un, I don't understand <sighs> it. I don't like it. Tell you what, Perth, fucking lift. You're depriving a boy of footy. And that's that's no good. It's um, just shit house. Footy's a bit that sad, and footy's a bit sad this week, yeah. Sean. Should we dive into this week's game? Let's games? dive in. Because Friday night. Frankly, Sean, I I'm not gonna lie, I'm heartbroken. Yeah. This I've been having a bit of a look, full disclosure, right now I'm supposed to be in Queenstown on a two-week see, holiday. Tom, I forgot. <laughs> this is heartbreaking as well. So uh Gemma was gonna be filling in for me tonight. Um obviously I'm here uh because you follow the news. My flight was at six thirty this morning, uh, this being Monday. Um, and, uh, look, and again, I totally get it. Australia were like, Hey, don't travel if you don't have to. And then I was, I was sort of umming and ahhing about it. And my worry was I wouldn't be able to get back home. And then Jacinda Ardern was like, when you get here, you'll need to be in quarantine for two weeks. And the Australian government were like, when you get home from anywhere, you'll need to be in quarantine for two weeks. You were going for 10 days. I was going for 10 days. So my whole entire trip in New Zealand would have been in isolation, mandatory isolation. I then would have flown back and gone into another period of mandatory isolation. So it would have been a month of isolation. So I cancelled. So that's a bit disappointing. But I was like, you know what? I'll go see the footy on Friday. I couldn't get to the game. And you know what? I thought, no, that's okay. I'll still watch it on TV. Went around to my grandma's place with mum and dad. We got fish and chips. We sat around watching the footy. I'll tell you what, Sean. They looked good early. Mate, they came to play. I turned it on and I thought, my week of miracles is on. Now, Norths were never going to just lie down. They were always going to come at us pretty hard. Yeah. But we were, we were holding up. And at halftime, we were five points up, I think. I'm just going to drop the final score here. Okay. North Melbourne beat Geelong 66 to 20. Geelong probably scored the first 20 points of the game nearly, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. We, we, we didn't score after halftime, did we, Sean? No, Tom. No. Uh, so halftime, we were in front by five points. Looking very good, very dangerous. And then the fucking worst thing ever happened. Uh, it actually, like, when it happened, everyone in the room watching TV, like, we just kind of stopped. Like, and no one didn't talk. No one spoke for, like, 20 minutes. Like, I didn't really barrack much because I'm just dead inside. Uh, so, look, I'm not going to be lead anymore. Very sad news. It's confirmed now, too. Nina Morrison has done her ACL for the second time, 19 years old. And it sucks, Sean. You know why? Because last week she played an absolute blinder. The week before she was really good and she was she was looking awesome for the first half of this game. 
And in an interview about her game last week, she was actually talking about how she's finally found her, like, confidence to run and really attack the game again since doing her knee last year. And then she went down and it physically hurt to what, like, it was like being punched in the guts. It was awful. I'd watched the first half and then I think I was taking a quick break to cook dinner and you fired some messages into the group and I've read them and my reaction was like, oh, no. It's like, oh, poor Tom. Mate. And my partner was really concerned by my reaction. (laughs) She thought someone had died. They may as well have. And I was like, oh, one of Tom's players did her knee and she went, oh, that's no good. And they just went on with her night. <laughs> you know what? That's fair. That's a, that's a normal reaction. Yeah. But no, nah, fuck it sucks because she's 19. She's a gun. It's another it, 12 months off footy. Well, it's shit ass because she'll come back, you know, probably halfway through next season. Yep. And you see it like in the We're men's league. just starting le- to see good, look, good but, looks at her. You know when you see an ACL in the men's league and say they do it um, early in the year, they come back early the next season. Yep. Often it takes the whole season to kind of get back the strength and mm. the trust and all that anyway, and then it's not until the season after that they can kind of yeah, get back to their best. So it's fucking heartbreaking. Yep. And I've never seen – the reaction was guttural too. Like she was – like they – she's on the ground and a trainer's come over and she's buried her face in the trainer's lap and is oh, just man. sobbing and you're like, I can't – to their credit, the camera crew didn't keep going back to her a lot. They didn't try to show her face because she was yeah. clearly distressed. But Sean, I think the thing that broke my heart the most was as she was getting strapped onto the 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 the, the cart thing. Was it Meg? No, it was Mel Hickey, the captain. Yeah, came over just to you know you'll be right. And uh, as Mel is walking away, just starts to cry. Yeah, and it was clear that like they just shattered. And literally, there was it was a different team after that moment on. The, all of the spark and run and energy was the just heart. gone. The heart died. The heart died. It's it. Some of it, they're, either, they're either going to go out and win by 60 points or they're going to get smashed. And they yeah. just – at her, and for such a crucial player in our midfield too to go down. And then we lose – late in the third quarter, we lose another midfielder to a league injury. Yep. They just got blown away by a, by a team. Full credit to North. They did a bit of a guard of honour as she went off, which was, which was really on nice. Um Fucking hate North Melbourne. It's it's this really dumb thing, Sean, and I can't explain it. It, No one – the tackle was super fair. She just was sidestepping and she got tackled and it just buckled even before she hit the ground. And it's not the North player's fault. But in my mind, I'm so angry at North Melbourne because it's like, you did this to her. Oh, I would be the same. Because you you were near her when it – you made her run on that angle. And even though it's not anyone's fault at all, the irrational part of me wants to blame somebody. Yep. And there was no one to blame. And – our finals chances are fairly cooked because then the Giants also won, which fucked us. Yeah. So now we're relying on you to drop both your games. Oh, you've got the Giants this week. We've got the Giants sure. this week. Whereas if Adelaide had a one, we could, we're sort of steering our own destiny still. We beat the Giants and we then won our last it's, round. Tom, it's a chance because Brisbane are sort of falling apart a bit. Yeah, I, I don't see I don't see you losing to Richmond. You never know. They've got to get a win at some point though, right? Well, if they stand for anything. They didn't stand on the weekend. They were sure. embarrassing. Is there anything else you want to – Talk about with Geelong. Um, again, there were some real nice moments. Man McDonald kicked their first goal for the Cats. Uh, Crocker Grills continues to play really well. McMahon is probably our most underrated defender because Meg Mack rightly gets all the praise. Purcell played really well, but just that second half. North Melbourne, just Jazz Garner. We've heard it before. 
but she's a gun. Yeah. <laughs> like she is a fucking gun. The Like she just had been really well held in the first half and then just exploded and we died. Something I did notice though, Sean. Yes, mate. Emma Carney. Was a big fan of Emma Carney. You were? Mm. Bit dirty. Sean. Bit of a, bit of a, ooh, not a big fan. Bit of a dog? Bit of a dog. Off the field. Lovely. lovely. Absolutely lovely. Crosses that line though. Comes a bit of a fuckhead. Gave away a 50 meter penalty. Really dumb. Got tackled easy holding the ball. Cracked, cracked the shits. Yeah. Fuck, I wanted this that's, to be a goal so bad. It's the but it fell short. <laughs> Pick the ball up and just spiral through it at, like away. I don't like that. Big tanty. Yeah. And then literally she gave away that 50 minute penalty. And then when the ball came into our forward line, she started throwing her arms around, like uh-huh. trying to push people, drop knees in. And I'm like, you're just angry because you get, you're angry at yourself and you're taking it out on other people. Who do you reckon her mentor is at North? It's <laughs> <laughs> not hard, is it? <laughs> really? Mm. Wow. Really? No, I don't know. I made that up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I just think that, you know, Benny based on what we've seen, yeah, Benjamin Cunnington, <sighs> absolutely. Maybe maybe she's been looking at a bit of Archer's highlights. <laughs> Look, she's a great player. Oh, yeah. But I just saw some things in her game up close where I was like, fuck you. Best, but perhaps not the fairest. No. Probably can't name the Carney medal. No. Then. So it'll be the Phillips Prasparkas medal. <laughs> That's pretty big. Yeah. Anyway, so that's that's that. Really, footy is a bit shit this week, Sean. Tom, I agree because the next game was my one, um, and I was very excited because the war on Collingwood, while successful from a competition wide and country wide angle, it hasn't been successful for Brisbane. It's been a while since we've um, beaten Collingwood. Really? We Didn't lost. You beat to them the, last year. We lost to the girls last year. Yep. That was the one I went to down at, uh, what is it, Victoria Park? Yeah. Where it was Shani Layton's voice versus Dan Merritt. That's right. I was uh, at that game. You were at the game too. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. actually, I was I was barking for Collingwood. That's, yeah, fair enough. I so think that you were could, there on a Bucks thing. Yeah, they could get had to be done. final. Yep. yep. Nah, fair enough, John. To get the final. That's yeah. fair. Um, and the men, yeah, we haven't beaten them for a couple of years, I reckon. Didn't you beat them this year? I reckon we oh, beat was them. The, in, no, this was the Stevenson game. I could be wrong, but I have a feeling we haven't beaten them since Leppage's final year as coach. I Fuck. Think. Or maybe even his second year. It's been a while. It hurts. Thank you to every other club for picking up the slack and the welcome, war. Sean. I wrote Collingwood off when Brazel got injured. I thought, nah, you're cooked. You're fucking gone. And, and they've looked really and good. Playing the Bulldogs doesn't count. Um, but, I mean, the Bulldogs were super impressive. This weekend. Yeah, true. So Collingwood's form against them to smash them was great. And then they really took it to, was it Freo the week before? Yeah, just, just a couple of things didn't go their way late. Yeah. So Collingwood's form is decent and they're in the frame oh, for finals. me, doesn't it? It hurts. It hurts. I don't think they're good enough to win. So you know that there's some heartbreak coming for them and that feels good. Yeah, but are they currently in final contention? Uh, if they're not, they're sniffing. They're in B though, aren't they? They're probably Oh, fourth. they're in trouble. Because they've got... Oh, actually, they could leapfrog Melbourne. It's open, yeah. Melbourne could be in for more heartbreak. Because <laughs> Melbourne have got Freo over there and Collingwood have St Kilda. I reckon they'll back Melbourne in to get the win on the weekend. Depends. If it, if I it, think Melbourne, are, as a team, Tom, I think they're sick of uh, missing sick of out. They're sick of it. I mean, the AFL might force their hand by forcing the finals to be played between Freo and... North Melbourne. That wouldn't feel good. It would for Freo because they're 6-0. and o, so. 
Yeah, I mean, you couldn't. You could argue they're worthy, but you just you'd want to see that season finish, wouldn't you? Yeah, but it's difficult because you really don't know. There's interesting things now because the Giants have won enough now to get in there. Yeah, Brisbane, Gold Coast, and Geelong are I mean, kind of fighting for that third spot. You got Collingwood and Melbourne fighting for basically the same spot. We're too. teetering on the edge, though. It's kind of like you just you probably only need one player to have it, yeah. and the whole comp is gone. And one of the Richmond players is already in. Isolation because her housemate came home well, from Japan. It's yeah, it's tricky. Pendles has tested negative. By the way. Yeah, he's, he's just got he's just got yeah. cold. I mean, we've seen it in the NBA. One of the players tested, and then like an hour later, they shut the whole comp down. That was that was that that fucking player, the fuckhead who like two days earlier joked that it was all just a big media and beat rubbed up. his hands all and over, was every coughing microphone. and rubbing his hands on all the reporters' um, phones and microphones, and yeah. He's now got corona. And, yeah, he got it. You wonder, then, why it's, you wonder why Americans are, are getting absolutely fucked by this pandemic. It's because mm. of idiots like that. Yeah. Yep. But, yeah, the league, they shut it down really quick. Man. Um, and then I heard today they might even be in lockdown for three months. So you just don't know what's happening. I can tell you that the NBA decision would have influenced the AFL. Yep. If the NBA was still on, the AFL would probably go ahead this week for sure. Well, the NRL still went ahead. I um, Didn't they? I read a headline today that the NRL and, like, really nervous about what the AFL do. Yeah. They don't want the AFL to call it off because no. then that puts so much pressure on them. And there's a lot of people, a lot of people like rugby league, high profile of rugby league people saying rugby is Australian as this is what we need in these trying yeah. times. It's like, no, you know what we fucking need? You to go home. No, Tom, Tom, Tom. Australians just need to be Australians. Sean, what the fuck does that mean? He's a dickhead. <laughs> Fuck yeah, he's a real champ. That one. We are he, talking about our leader. Yep. Um, no, no, that's the wrong word. Sean. Yeah, no, he's well, not a leader. He's <laughs> he just happens to have the job. That's true. He's. N- Can we talk about? I know we don't do politics a lot on this show. Can we talk about the, the thing that made my day? Go for it, Tom. Peter Dutton testing positive for coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, we don't wish any ill will against anyone except for Peter Dutton. I saw a tweet that was like, "Let's treat him the way that he treats everybody else, please." Yeah, yep. exactly. Terribly good. And he was hanging out with Ivanka Trump, so. <laughs> Bloody hell. Um, anyway. Brisbane, not looking good. They put up a little early fight against Freo last week yep. and then looked really outplayed and they got about as close to destroyed as I've as I've seen a club outside of Richmond in this league. Um, Collingwood kicked that. 5-13, Tom. They missed heaps of opportunities. They'd kick straight, you'd be dead. They could have like – I remember at quarter time if they'd kicked straight, the game would have been well dead. Oh, Jesus. 2-4 and then 3-7. Like it was just um, – Darcy, I think, kicked one four. That's- I think she spent a fair bit of time on Lutkins. This was – it's hard to, for me to pinpoint what happened because I got to a certain point in the second half where emotionally my brain snapped in half <laughs> and it, I was just like, I don't think we can win the flag anymore. I got really sad. Collingwood were just raining down inside 50s and I just sort of detached from life. It- but – I, I, understand, I understand exactly what you did because yeah. I did the same thing on Friday night. My soul just left my body and floated up to the ceiling. <laughs> That's very accurate. My uh, Brisbane's midfield's been really good all this season. They met their match last week against Freo. Collingwood killed them this week. And even like early in the game, Sharni Layton like broke her hand. And she's been their most she's important been, player. She's got the most hit outs of any ruck. In, she she in would at this point. Most improved? I, I would say most improved, but also probably staring down the All-Australian selection in the ruck. Yeah, very, very likely. I don't know who else would get it ahead of her. Um, Gemma so she, would be able to tell me who yeah. should. But. So she went off pretty early, mm. and I thought, oh, boy, we're on. 
we're on here. Because Collingwood had started a ball, but I thought, this is how we'll get back in. We've got this. No, Brazil, no Didn't stop. Didn't stop them. They just fucking killed us. Do you know what it did, though? It probably did that thing where they had to change it. You know when sometimes when a player goes down injured and it's a player like that where all of a sudden you have to try something different? Yeah. Because you have to try something weird and different. The team wins. Yeah, it's like it's it's Geelong playing Hawthorne in that round game years ago, where Danger hurts his foot, and so plays at full forward, and Hawthorne just had no answers for him. But it's even like, um, say, the Bulldogs last season. Yep. in the in the men's comp, and not really having a recognised yep. ruck, so they go with the young guy Timmy English. Yeah, and it doesn't matter; it just makes their midfield stronger. Yeah, stuff they, like that. You know. Richmond did it where they didn't have a second Ruckman, so it'd be Sean Grigg. Yeah. They won a premiership with that fucking model. Like there are injuries where you think, fuck, we're going to take advantage of this, and then it kills you. Yep. I've seen this too in a few of the women's games so far where like an, one team has the really good wind advantage. And it doesn't mean what it traditionally would mean. No. Fuck. Sorry, Sean, it hurts. It does hurt. I think um, – You'll still play finals, mate. Oh, mate. Well, okay. In, okay, from now on – we're going to make predictions based on the fact that both competitions still run. Yeah. Um, You'll play finals. Brisbane's probably still in the box seat to finish third in yeah. Conference A. So I think they'll play finals. Your competition they is- They really probably only have to win one, you reckon? Yeah, you have to beat- Yeah, literally only have to win one. Probably just have to beat the Tigers. Yep. And then failing that, I assume our final game would be a home game. Against North? Is it against North? I think. Bloody hell. So if we beat the GWS Giants this weekend and you lose to Richmond- yeah, I've actually I've put my tips in really early, and oh. um, I've backed Geelong because I think there'll be a response. I will be the Giants. Yeah, I reckon. I'll, but, t- I'll tell you what I would do. I'll put my coaching cap on. Yep, <clears throat> for Geelong. Yep, I uh, I wheel out Nina before the game, and I get her to pump the girls up. And I think that's enough. I think emotion, and then you come out and you kick four goals in the first quarter, and then the cats are good enough to just sustain it. And I think you can win. That's how I would win. Oh, that's good. Um, my coaching philosophy is based on emotion. Yep. Which can't typically run for four quarters. No. So it's going to be up to someone else to uh, to step in there. I think the issue we had is that we decided not to play Beck Goring last week, and this is rewinding, but it meant that when we lost Morrison out of the midfield. We couldn't push like someone like Kerrick up onto the ball yep. because she was playing in the back line, mm-hmm. um, which sucked. Anyway, uh, next Mate, game, Sean. There was a bloody murder the next one, and it's one that I'm really happy about, and no disrespect to Richmond. Um, no, but, sure. you know, a little bit. Full disrespect to Richmond. But I think on this show, we're loving what the Saints are doing. We're getting oh. behind the Saints. Hey, Sean. Hey. Two words. Well, three words. Ready? Actually, no, no, one of the first words is hyphenated. Is it a start with a G? G trained three oh. goals. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love it. How good is Griser? She's bloody awesome. She's just the best. The Saints won this one, 6-6-42. Richmond kicked three behind. So the, lowest the lowest score. score. Yeah. You know, FLW. I think uh, no other team has failed to kick a goal. No. Even, even when Geelong got murdered by Adelaide that time, we got a cheapy gimme in the last quarter. This is troubling too of your Richmond because it's against a fellow expansion team. Um, yep. Yeah. Tail, tail two different teams, really. The Saints love what they're doing. They've built a team on a heart oh, and just you know, good times. You know what they did? Mm. The only player they really probably went after real hard was McCarthy. Yep. They went, get her in. Yep. She'll bring the heart Bloody and everyone off. will come along for yep. the rest of the way. No, they're very good, the Saints. Yep. Really good. I love watching them, to be honest. It's, it's gives me hope for the men's team as well. Oh, mate, I think they're going to be – they're going to bolt up the ladder this year, I think. Because I think some of that – like this might sound really dumb – but I think, like, if, you're, if your women's team have had a good season before your season started, the vibe around the club, I feel like, is up. Yep. 
And like, if your team's been shit, well, then the vibe might yeah. be. No well, did good. you see Zorko talking about it? And it's probably not so much last year, but in the previous years, uh, when Brisbane made two grand finals, and he talked about how the men's team for a decade had no winning culture, and suddenly the girls brought that into the organization, yep. and it fed into the men's comp. And then eventually what you see is the men getting built up as well and their team played by last year. Now the girls are up and flying again this year and it's just great. It's got a winning culture back. It's good. So that's awesome. That's the feed off. And I think Saints are going to feel that too. You hope that Richmond men's team can give something to the girls because oh, it's rough, it's isn't it? It's bleak for them. Conti's and doing I, everything she can and I would make her captain next I, year. I think, And I think the issue is that the media hype on Richmond was too big. Yeah, Richmond probably should. Because even, even if you too, look at their they? list at the start, they would be – not in the top, for my pick, they weren't the best expansion team by a mile. Do you wonder if it's mainstream media? Yeah, 100%. Um, and quite a few of them who don't really pay enough attention to AFLW and they just went off the hype. Maybe. And it, and it built. But also like the big name signings, Richmond being Richmond, the men's team being unstoppable, that culture kind of tying in. Like I could get why you'd be sucked into it. But – and, you know, where St Kilda off the field have been a basket case as well as on the field. Yep. So I get it, but, th- yeah, there are two, two, te- two, you know, and, yes, the Victorian media is always going to focus more on the Victorian teams. I'm going to give them that. But there was barely anything about the Saints. It was all about Richmond. Yeah. Saints have kind of been forgotten about. I guess Saints supporters would always – would Across both <laughs> leagues. The Saints supporters listening to this would be like, yeah, we yeah. fucking know. Yeah. Did we do a whole episode on the Saints? We did once. Nah, I think we did the Bulldogs. Oh, nah. no, we had Matt. We've had Matt Stewart come on and talk yeah. about how good St. Kilda. There you go. You know. We get around the Saints. We do. We get around the Saints, girls. Good on them. Um, mate, the next game, it's one of the few miracles that got up for me on the weekend. What was the next one? And um, oh. we had Melbourne versus Carlton. In Alice Springs. In Alice Springs. I think the majority of people probably backed the Ds. I would. I did. Which would have been the safe choice. However. Although Carlton's form's been great. Yes, but Melbourne. Melbourne just looked like a stronger team. Yeah. However, what didn't help Melbourne is that they lost some very important players to injury mm. and in fucking searing heat. Oh, it's it's insane up there. It's hard to recover. Bloody hell. Uh, Carlton won 40 to 24 and did a lot of that damage in the last quarter. Yeah, just skipped it. Just, just skipped it was, it was a It was kind of one of those um, – Games where the first sort of three quarters felt like a boxing match, just two big players, like clubs, just circling one another, feeling one another out. And then as yep. soon as Melbourne – Melbourne also – Melbourne did that thing that they always do where they where they had chances. They were 3-5 to 4-1 at yep. three-quarter time. Yep. And, yes, they had the injuries that, that bank up a bit. But – They've got a that's that's Melbourne of old mm. three five to four one yeah. and then I think in the end the final score was three seven or three six or something like that yeah three six to six four yeah got to take your chances got to take them while they're there yeah and you know but they're I don't think it's all doom and gloom I think they're going to be fine you know Paxman twenty seven tell you what though Rasparkas has got one hand mm. on that medal one goal twenty three touches I think so too and she's done that. Every single week. Pretty much every week, yeah. Do you know a crazy stat? So McAvoy finished the game on 19 touches. Yep. Sean, I'd love you to ask me how many she had to halftime. How many at halftime, Tom? Pretty sure it was either one or none. Jesus. 
19 touches in the second half. Bloody hell. Yeah. The speech she must have heard at oh halftime. Oh, my God. It's the stuff of dreams. That's in, it's, it's a big speech. Far out. Is there, who's at the Carlton Footy Club that'd be good at speeches? It's got to be someone. Who's revved her up? It's the runner, mate. It's Andy Marr. Oh, is he still the runner? Though? Is it, didn't he do his hammy? Oh, is he back, though? I don't know. Not sure now I've said that. Andy Marr doesn't strike me as a speech man. He'd have a few, though. Could it have been Hardford? Maybe. Would he have let one of his assistants run the show? Do you know who's pulled her aside? Oh, mate. I Captain think I of the year. Oh, <laughs> yes. Loins has gone, hey, lift. Yeah. And she went, okay. <laughs> she wouldn't have even had to say anything. She would have just gone out there in the third quarter and she lifted. Yeah. And then the whole team lifted. Oh, Great captain. They're good. They're looking good, Carlton. Uh, both teams are still a big premiership threat, I reckon. Hosking continues. Carlton's on both a real Hosking roll, though. Both continue to be good. Yeah. Can't they on a roll? And now, uh, look, the D's will be fine. This hurts, but they'll they'll get over it. Mate, the next game had the highest, I think, aggregate score we've ever had. Correct. 117 points. Huge. Monster um, game. I backed the Doggies as a miracle and for a while there. Jeez, I was excited in the last quarter. What? But then, again, I mean, Dockers skipped away. They won at 66 to 51. It was an awesome game. This is anyone, anyone who's like, oh, the game's boring, it's low scoring, it's really scrummy. Fuck you. Even against us, though, Tom, because I think in recent weeks we've probably said a couple of times the doggies are bu- the, the shit house. They can play. Do you know what happened? That's a fucking great game of footy. Probably the best game of the season. They listen to us. Yeah. And they heard us having pots at them. And then, unfortunately, in the fourth quarter, what, one goal to four goals? One. Yeah. Oh, Freo are just explosive. They, well, they did the same thing against Geelong. Yeah. It was, I think, four points at three – or scores are either level yeah. at three-quarter time or four points three-quarter time and they ended up winning by like five goals. Freo are the best team I've seen who can just score really quickly. When they need to, yeah. yeah they can just kill you. It just – and it helps that they've got like – did you see the goal? Yes. Mate, my mind is racing ahead to next week to be honest because I think it's going to be game of the season. I think so too. Yeah. They played last year – was it in round one? Yep. And it was an absolute ripper. I think, yeah, this is going to be – Melbourne need to win this. Dockers could Dockers could afford to drop one. They could, yeah. But Trent Cooper doesn't want to do that. He doesn't rest. They, he wants them to roll over. Do you know, you know how to just had a quiet game, disappointingly. Um, how many tackles, mate? Twelve. Just twelve. However, I've got a stat for you, Sean. You're gonna fucking love it. You ready for this? Yeah. So twelve tackles, but uh, after collecting twelve tackles on Sunday, Kiara Bowers now holds the record for the most amount of tackles over six games. Okay. That number is 85. In six games. With this, she also beats the previous record held by Kiara Bowers of 83 <laughs> over seven games. Jesus Christ. She's going to hit the ton before the oh, end of the year. mate. It's happening. She's Just gonna... pray the season survives. Oh, that's the only – but no, but if, if, if the season gets put on hold – Oh, the stat will go on. The stat will go it on because she's not playing. Yeah. She's going to do it. She's going to do it, mate. Fucking hell. It's I, just... I want to see it this year. I do want to see it this year. Yeah. Um, Antonio's kicked a goal each, just showing the love around. Yeah. I did say, you know, the way you, I, I said this, and not on this show, but on um, Gemma's show, start of the year, we did an AFLW preview with her for um, Play on Radio. Yeah. And I told her that the secret to winning football is love and tackles. Frio <laughs> have the only married couple playing in football, and they love, and they've got one of the best tacklers in football. Yep. In the same team. Love and tackles, premiership. It's, it's a potent mix, it's powerful. If you break for Freo, your head's about to get super cold. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Stop. There are no barber shops with appointments available in Fremantle right now. Bloody hell. Buy Howgood's footy beanie because you'll need one. <laughs> yeah, jump on our yeah, jump yeah. on our Twitter page. Buy a beanie. You're gonna absolutely fucking need it. Um Adelaide, bloody hell, Tom. What's happened? They're just um, having a rest, aren't they? They're gonna charge up next year. They must. That's what they do. It's been the model. They, they lost. drop below us. Yeah, yeah. That that loss to them a couple of weeks ago fucking hurts real bad yeah. now. Their form has really opened up conference A. Yep. Uh, they lost to the Giants at home, twenty six to twenty one. It was a close one. The Giants look better though. Yeah, they. Cora Staunton's just quietly put together a couple of massive weeks. I think she kicked a couple of goals this week. She kicked four the week before. Good work to the Giants because a couple of weeks back, you just about ridden them off because well, look, they weren't looking good. Sean, they got smashed by Brisbane. If there was a recording of this show, yes, you'd probably hear me say something along the lines of that Gold Coast were a superior of the two clubs. Mm-hmm. I might have gone a bit too bold there. Yeah. Maybe Phil's had a word, mm. you know, invigorated them, revved them up. Yep. Callum Ward. But, no, they're, they're really good. Yep. What's it, what I've loved is I've noticed in two Giants game, Amanda Farouge has been special comments. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. I think it's, it's kind of nice. Yeah. That's a good that's a good approach to have. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, look, the Giants are good. Adelaide, this is what they do. They just take a year off. If you're an Adelaide supporter, don't worry. You'll win in 2021. That just You'll be right. Don't stress. It's all good. <laughs> Tom, i got to admit. The weekend was crazy. There was all sorts of things going around. I didn't even check the score of the final game. Oh, didn't you, mate? Did you not see that a certain someone kicked a couple of goals? Who kicked them, mate? Oh, did she? <laughs> so last game of the round, I'm West gonna have, Coast. I'm going to have to fly up to Brisbane and recruit. Have a, have a call. Yeah, Probably uh, call, yeah. Need to go to Stay Woosh. off the plane. You've got to go to Woosh first because you've got to get that number free because she's not coming if I she can't have the number. I think the number will happen. You reckon? I think I'm going to tweet Woosh. Be like, hey, I'll wait and see what plays out with the season. I don't want to tweet her of like she can't play again this season because of bullshit. Yeah, naturally. But um, fuck, good on her. Uh, She's been a revelation. So yeah, eight to thirty-three. Uh, Gold Coast defeated. Sorry, West how Coast. many did you say she kicked? Four. You said a couple, and yeah. I went, "Oh, what a legend!" She's kicked two. She yeah. kicked four goals. So how many goals did our Gold Coast kick? Tom, they kicked five. And how many? What was what was that West Coast score? Uh, they kicked one, two, eight. So it was thirty-three to eight. Yep. Yeah. So. Haworth, 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 beat West Coast on her own. Is she winning the goal kicking? She must be. She's got four, six, nine. She's got nine goals too. She won't be winning. No, I but think, she'll be up um, there. Yeah. Good she, on her. How unreal is that? She kicked two in the space of a minute before half time. I'm pretty sure. Far out, Just mate. She's only 19 years yeah, old. She's gone. Do you know what I love, though? Is Get her to Brisbane. This is exciting. She's a 19-year-old gun with swagger. Yes. I love the swagger. I yeah. love the fact that she's like, I'm fucking good yeah. and I fucking know it. It's such a fine line. Swagger. That's good. The line to arrogance is is very thin and she's walking it. But I don't think she's ever going to go to arrogance. No. Especially if she comes to Brisbane. Just, I'm, I, I wear 23 because I'm the female buddy, frankly. Imagine Howarth and Wardlow roaming the forward line with whoosh. <sighs> it's dangerous. Oh, if we could bring back Kate. Dreams. <laughs> Bloody stuff of dreams, Tom. Anyway, Gold Coast, very good. Good on them. Men's I, team, yeah. take notes. I um I was trying to pick miracles, but I don't even think I, I went with West Coast on that one. I just thought uh, Gold Coast are good. Gold Coast have really impressed me this year. Yeah. I think I think because they're in Queensland, but when you look at it, they're probably just looking at their list and the way they went about it, they easily were the best prepared of the expansion clubs. Yeah. They got a really good mix of, of Queensland-based talent from yeah. Brisbane and from elsewhere. Yeah. They've got some superstar young guns. They've also been developing talent in the leagues up there as well. They've got access to the Northern Territory League yeah. too. 
they they look good. They were easily the most probably underrated as well. Yeah, well, because no one because it's up because yeah. people here. Go, I mean, I did the same thing. Yeah, I conflate Gold Coast women's team with the shitful men's team. Well, that's what happened. They said Gold Coast having a women's team, and everyone was kind of like, "Why the fuck are they doing that?" The men's team shit house. It's never going to be the same. You know what, mate? This could be big too. And they have done so well. What if it supercharges the men this year? Gets them up and about. They've they. Hey, mate, they're undefeated in the preseason. They all wear fucking matching scrunchies. I'm pretty sure Paige Parker bought for all of them. Something big's happening in Queensland this year. Oh, Queensland Queensland footy, oh, mate, it's on. It's going to get back on the front page. Yeah. Well, maybe if, the back page. If the footy plays. Yeah. That's true. Yep. Oh, yep. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Bloody hell, Brisbane could win the flag and Gold Coast could uh, win hearts. Finish ninth and win a lot of hearts. Big, big fan of that. That would um, be bloody awesome. Right, we know it's the proper calls for next week. Yes, mate. So we've got uh, Richmond hosting the Lions. I'm going to back the Lions, Sean. I'm going to back the Tigers because I need him to. I need him to beat you for math. Fair enough, mate. That's I, it, and I get it. I can get behind that. I, and I get it. You know, I, sometimes math trumps friendship. Only just. Only just. You know, but it's it's understandable. But know that if Brisbane win, I'll be happy. That is at a shit house time slot of five forty five. Is it a double head? No, it's not. No, it's not. It's just a shit house time slot. Presumably because uh, the men's there was going to be, be a men's game on. There'll be a game at 740. Yeah. I fucking hate that. All right. I've been over this, I think, a few weeks ago. Carlton uh, host the Eagles. Carlton will win that. Will that be five in a row for Carlton or four? Five in a row. Uh, five in a row, yeah. Bloody hell. Uh, yeah, Carlton too. North and the Doggies. North. I think that's going to be a ripper game. Though. I think North the Doggies are back in form. I think North are going to do that thing they did to us, where maybe Bulldogs will be up and about, and then they'll and then just North will rush them, put the foot down. They'll go in at halftime, and the coach will go kill them. Yeah, uh, that'll be North uh, Giants versus Cats at this that is, Giants Stadium. This is a double header. Eight points. This it's is huge. the fir- this is the uh, this is the first double header. Yep, I'm going the Cats. I'm going to go the Cats too. I think there'll be a Nina response. Oh, I hope there is. Yeah, I hope there is. Uh, Suns versus Adelaide at Fankhauser Reserve. You know whose home game that is, Sean? I'm getting on them. Yeah, Suns. Go the Suns. Bloody Adelaide are cooked. They've they've, how they've many, put it away. How many goals does um Health need to kick to get the outright lead in the – Oh, I think she'd be a couple behind. Um, right, so six would do it? Six will do it. Right. Uh, we'll settle for ten. Six are the best. Mate, give one, us ten. Though. One day someone's going to kick ten. And it's going to be her. Oh, and she's going to be wearing the number twenty three for Brisbane. <laughs> I can't wait. I absolutely can't wait. Uh, game of the year: Dockers versus oh. Melbourne on Sunday afternoon. I think Melbourne. You reckon? Yeah. There'll, there'll be a response because the Dockers have had they've run they've, they've they've had a couple of cheeky ones which we were talking about the other week which I thought galvanised yeah. them as a team but maybe they can bleed one too many might be enough if it bleeds. Tom depends on if any of those those injuries. Start taking a toll for Melbourne. No Pierce still, I don't think. Oh, really? Not Daisy Lauren. Yeah, yeah. Um, but hey, let's. I mean, I Kate mean, Hall's still playing. I tell you what, if the season goes ahead, and if Melbourne go over there and beat Frio, Melbourne for the flag. Oh, that's big. they'll be supercharged. All right, you know what, Sean? I'm yeah. buying into the hype, Melbourne. Yeah. Get into it. Uh, oh, this is another great game: Collingwood versus St Kilda. War Sean. on Collingwood. War on Collingwood continues. You know, it's you know what's pulling into you know where Victoria Park. The, the, oh mate, do, don't I know? There's a train station right yeah, near there, Victoria yeah, Park there station. You know what train's pulling into that oh, station? Tom, I know the fucking G train. What? She's gonna kick four. I fucking can't wait. She's gonna bury Collingwood season. Oh, it's gonna be good. Everyone in the AFL is gonna fucking cheer. It's gonna be so good. It's gonna be bloody awesome. Uh, now, Sean Thomas, uh, in that douche's absence. Since I'm not trusted with the login for the How Goods Footy Gmail account. <laughs> 
<laughs> Have we got any emails, mate? Yes, Tom, we do. We've got uh, – this is a really interesting one. Okay. This is from a uh, friend of the show, Moritz. Hey. Who you may recall. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dusha, Tom, Carney, in caps. He's <laughs> screaming that. Boys, you said you want to coach a team to after Siren Glory. Oh, fuck yes. This is our first coaching inquiry and I – Hang on. If Hang on. says me correctly, Sean. Just Tom, let it play out. Okay. Well, it just so happens my team – <laughs> the Munich Kangaroos, <laughs> the team that parties hard and plays. Is that the thing? <laughs> That's it. Full stop. The team that parties hard and plays <laughs> is on the search for a coach right now. That's awesome. Uh, it would be in Munich, though, and you would have to come down every Thursday to training and to the games. But we train right next to a beer garden. And, my God, that after session, uh, a German beer is good. Anyways, there's less preservatives in German beer too, so you don't get that bloat. Anyways, I'm looking forward to a new era of of success for the Mighty Roos with you boys at the helm. Cheers, Moritz. P.S. Khan the Sainters. Tom, we have a lot to think about. We do. Um, However. Such as moving to Munich. Unfortunately. Yeah. (laughs) We could fly there every Thursday for training, hang around for the weekend, coach the game. When's the season start? Because at the moment I'm pretty sure there's a travel ban into Germany. Oh, this... I'm going to be so angry if the travel ban ruins our dreams of coaching. That would be the only thing stopping us. That's the only thing. None of our full-time jobs or lives here in Australia. No, no. None of that matters. None of that. Coaching is the dream. Yeah. The only thing stopping us is this pandemic. (sighs) Moritz, watch this space on the pandemic front because um, if things pan out, bloody hell, we're coaching a German team. Oh, that's a great email. Can't wait to be a three-time premiership coach um, in Germany. Uh, nothing against the Munich Kangaroos, but if there are any local teams that are interested, yeah, yeah, if there's anyone still a little fielding bit offers. Yeah, 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 you know, we've got a lot to think about. We've got a heap of offers coming in all the time. Yep, please give us offers. Uh, I got one from Louis. G'day, Footy Messiahs. This email's a bit of a mess and a long one, but I wanted to talk about how good Footy is and how good Siren is. Whilst the news of no crowd sucks, it was still incredible to watch another week of high quality, entertaining footy. Bloody can't wait till my Hawks are in the competition and ripping it up. Whilst all the games this weekend were good, I particularly enjoyed the murder of Richmond because, let's be honest, <laughs> who doesn't? Oh. Caitlin Grice's, I am the best football ever. If you try and get near me, I'll absolutely <laughs> flatten you, take a screamer, and then boot a goal style of play. It was oh. wonderful. It's so good. <laughs> that, alongside the highest-scoring AFLW game of all time, made my weekend footy-wise. Assuming we don't get a premature grand final next week, Frio Carlton next week is going to be an absolute ripper. I think Frio he means Melbourne. Frio Melbourne. Yep. Uh, but of course, because apparently sexism is still okay in 2020, if it's in relation to sports and you do it hiding behind a computer screen, the champs were out and about. So inspired by Jack Fitzpatrick's destruction of three things I hate, Mark Latham, champs as a collective, and the entirety of One Nation Party, as well as Douche's <laughs> emphatic, courageous effort on Friday. Oh, fuck. I forgot. He actually is a One Nation senator now in New South Wales. <laughs> That's right. Fucking so. hell. Douche's effort to put his body and Twitter account on the line to call the absolute shit out of Mark Latham. I did my best to do my part uh, and defend these women playing the sport they love for the people who love watching it. Not these champs who, despite not watching it, always seem to have two cents to give on it. And it was good fun to call them out for their comments and watch their heads implode as they tried to act unfazed at being called a champ. (laughs) (laughs) I love the AFLW and week by week, seeing the champs being forced to creep further into the shadows as the next generation rips it up on the big stage is great. That's really good. It's a good email. This is good. It goes on, Tom. 
So thank you guys for such good coverage of the AFLW season and thank you too for introducing me to Siren, which upon hearing Gemma talk about, I immediately checked the site out and I love it. It's so good to read such well-written articles by journalists who actually have passion for the sport they're writing about. Thanks to you guys for the podcast and looking forward to the pointy end of the AFLW season, whenever that may start, as well as the start of the AFLM season where James Warple continues to dominate and Giath has a breakout year. How good's footy? Absolutely amazing. Mate, thank you for that. And I'm guys, again, just keep the good fight up. Keep going. Update. Yes. A follow-up email from Louis. Just a quick one. <laughs> one of the champs' comments, Mike Sheehan joined in on challenging the champs' comment and backed up Louis. To get backed up by one of Australia's greatest ever journalists is a great feeling. This information is in no way relevant, but I thought it was pretty cool to see Mike Sheehan has liked your comment pop up on my notifications and then to see him take on a champ. Oh, How good's Mike Sheehan going at champs? Absolutely brilliant. I will get behind that. However, what's Mike done? Mike does still do a podcast with Sam Newman. Ah, it's no good, is it? No, it's not. Mike, lift. You do it, you're halfway there. You're so close, mate. You can get there. You can just... Stop being friends with a fuckhead. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Now, Tommy, we have two great emails that both talk about the AFL heart ladder. Um, I want us to do one as well. All right. And I reckon we have a crack at it next week. All right. Because, hey, we might not have any games to talk about, so we might have something to talk about. That's true. But if we do have games to talk about, who are we backing So we better week? we better dive in because we better do a quick little preview of the men's comp. Um, so obviously we believe our own teams will be the premiers. Yes. Uh, yep. But what I need is I want a Coleman medalist. I want a Brownlow medalist. I yep. want who you'll be beating in the grand final. Yep. And uh, who's winning the Rising Star? 
Uh, rising star, the King Boy from St Kilda. Yep. Uh, Brisbane will win the grand final and they will beat Richmond. Oh, uh, Charlie Cameron's going to win the Coleman medal. Yep. Um, what was the other one? Brownlow. Brownlow. I think Cripsy might win it. Yeah, he came pretty no close last year. No one's going to pinch votes from him, to nah, be honest. Nah. Is that the only ones? They're the only ones I got. got? Uh, so for me, I'm going to go uh, Geelong, obviously, winning the grand final. Of course. Uh, they're going to beat West Coast. <sighs> Tim, Tim Kelly. Tim Kelly is going to go, fuck, I could have had it. Tom Stewart's going to win the Norm Smith in that game too, just so you know. He's going to take oh, that fucking, would be big. Oh, huge. He's out. Actually, can I tell you one amazing thing about Geelong's men's team? You they can. announced their leadership group this year, uh, for this year. Captain is still Joel Selwood, yep. and he'll retire when he's dead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so never. Never. Um, Danger and Blitzars are the two vice captains. Taylor's come out of the leadership group. Some interesting inclusions. Mitch Duncan, big fan of that. Yep. Zach Tui, big fan of that. Tommy Stewart, who was in it last year, who I think out of him and Blitzarfs could be our next captain. And then uh, this is huge. Mark O'Connor is in our leadership group. The Irishman. The Irishman. I fucking love it. He played nearly every game last year. How many? How long has he been at the club? Uh, two years. That's good. I love him. I'm a big rap for him. Could be the next captain, Tom. I was. I was, He. I want him to be. Imagine an Irish Gaelic, like a Gaelic footballer, being the captain. I bloody the love team. it. To be honest, big fan. Anyway, so. Stepping back from that, so then uh, that, we're going to win the grand final, beat West Coast, Norm Smith, Tommy Stewart. Uh, Coleman medal, I think, is going to uh, – it's not going to be Bailey Fritch. Sorry, Maxie Gorn. <laughs> uh, I think we're going to see someone smaller kick a, win the Coleman medal. Charlie? Not Charlie Sean. Who do you reckon, Tom? You're going to hate this. Dangerfield. Toby Green. Oh, that's possible. It's huge. It's massively possible. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. I just want to go a bit, you know, weird smoky. Uh, Brownlow Bont. Yeah. He's close. Mm, he's fucking old. good. Yep. And uh, rising star uh, Rankin. Rankin. Oh, yeah. Rankin. Up at the Rankin. Gold Coast. Yeah. Yep. No, good. I reckon they'll be there. Lock him in. Now, Thomas, if the season does go ahead yes. this week, which we I'm almost certain it won't. Round one's not going to happen, I don't think. But, um, but if it does, say it is. Richmond will beat Carlton for me. Sean. Sean. Yes, Tom. Do you know how much I love footy? How much do you love footy? Love footy heaps. Yep. Carlton by five points. No supporters there for Richmond. They'll be at a loss. Because if it's being played, there's going to be no crowd there. So I think I think Carlton all the way. All right. That's big. Carlton's yep. preseason form didn't really inspire me. Yeah, but, you know, they're keeping it under their chest. I'm going Tigers. Then we've got Bulldogs versus Collingwood. I'm going Doggies. Dogs. Uh, we've got Essendon versus the Dockers. Where is it? Oh, it's, it's in Melbourne. Dockers oh. for me. Can't TC Joel. He's done it to me a million times. Freo. I've decided that um, as with my current footy tipping this season, I'm going miracles from round one. <laughs> so I'm going Dockers every Great. week. Right. <laughs> uh, Adelaide versus Sydney. I think Sydney will get up Sydney there. will get that one. Uh, Giants versus the Cats. I think the Giants, Tommy. Sorry. Nah, you know what, Sean? Because mm. that's the double header. Mm. So the boys are going to watch the women lift for Nina and then they're going to lift for Nina. Bloody hell. It's going to be huge. I'm going to cry. <sighs> Go Cats. Gold Coast versus Port Adelaide. At Metricon, it's going to be Gold Coast, mate. Oh, I was going to say Port. They're going to spring a surprise. Yeah. Yep. There's a lot of pressure on Port this year. Absolutely. Self-inflicted. I think, I think Hinkley's actually got a trigger in his claws. They have to make finals. Make he finals, doesn't. yeah. Mate, they're talking about winning. They're going to win the whole fucking thing. Fuck. Uh, North Melbourne versus St Kilda, I think Saints. Um, this, fuck, this might be game of the round. Really? Yeah, look at it. Tom, that's a shit-ass call. North and Saints, they're both about the same spot at Marvel, under the roof. 
Speedy Gonzalez. Tom, game of the round. Yeah. Have you lost your fucking mind? No. Who else is game of the round? Mate, anyone. Oh, Bulldogs Collingwood. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Turn <laughs> no, it up. No, fuck it. No, that's game of the round and I'm going the Saints. Turn it up, mate. Yeah, Saints will win. Uh, Brisbane will beat Hawthorne, I believe. That's huge. Yep. I agree. Yep. Uh, and then oh, the Eagles host Melbourne. Fuck. I'm going to spring another sneaky surprise. Melbourne. Nah, West Coast. Nah, mate. West Coast haven't woken up yet. Oh, God. <laughs> it's my uh, unprofessional call. Tom, if people want to find us or if they want to email us, where can they hit us they up? You can send us an email at howgoodsfootygmail.com or find us on Twitter at howgoodsfooty or individually you can track us down. I'm at Awkward Trade. I'm at Psychic of Dowie. Douche is at douche13. Um, the footy tipping comp is going ahead same as last year. It's the same link, same details as previous years. It'll be in the the bio on our Twitter page. Um, the password's the same. Everything about it is the same. So it's still Sans Pants is the password to join that comp. However, just... If it doesn't run, round one doesn't run, we'll just have to play that by ear as we go. We'll figure it out as it happens and <sighs> um, keep you posted Fuck, how on good's late footy? news. Oh, well, yeah. By the time this episode comes out, you'll know exactly what's going on. Footy's good, Tom, and it could be better. I hope it keeps coming. Yeah. Go Cats. Twice. Go Lions times two. just want to see a double. I want to have two roasts. Oh. <sighs>